Do you ever wonder, why do I always seem to give so much more than I get? All I want is to be appreciated and loved. Is that asking too much? Why do all the jerks get the hot girls while I get stuck in the friend zone? When will it ever be my turn? If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Nice Guy Show. This is the podcast that asks the question, how do I break free from the nice guy syndrome so I never have to come in last again? Now here are your hosts, Faisal Coker and Chuck Chapman. Hey guys, welcome to The Nice Guy Show. My name's Chuck Chapman. I'm here today with my co-host, Faisal Coker, and our guest, Ari Graf. And today we're going to pick up where we left off last week, which was no more Mr. Nice Dad. What is it about nice guys being fathers and how we bring our nice guy tendencies into our relationships with our children? Um, And so that's what we're going to continue on with that conversation. Last week, we talked about the importance of, um, you know, the support that we need as fathers. Because sometimes being a dad is really difficult, you know, and if you're doing it on your own, you can fall into a lot of pitfalls. And that's what we explored last week was kind of the downside of being a nice dad. And today we want to talk about how to thrive as a nice guy dad. So welcome and Ari, Faisal, what do you guys think about? What are some ways that we could thrive as nice guys and nice dads? Chuck, it's uh, good to be back, and I love this topic because it's a real challenging topic for a lot of guys, you know, a lot of nice dads as well. And I love some of the basics that we covered from last week, some of the struggles that a lot of nice dads have as well. There's a lot of struggles that you know men don't share about parenting. I mean, occasionally you'll hear about it. You know, and they'll you know say about it. It's when you're actually being vulnerable and say, "Hey, you know what? I really struggle as a father." And the other guy says, "Oh, yeah, you know what? Me too." It's when us one person shares their vulnerability, one person actually says that actually I'm struggling with this. It gives the other guy the green light. And I and this is one of the purpose with this podcast as well. It's just to show that, hey, fathers, hey, dads out there, you're not alone. You are not alone when you come when it comes to parenting especially as a recovering nicer guy as well. So it's great to have Ari uh, on here as well. Uh, he's a clinical psychologist and also a father. And I just want to get some of the experiences that you have to thrive as dads, as dad. So uh, who wants to kick off? Ari, why don't you kick off? Like, What are the things that you do to thrive um, as a dad as well? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, um, I think in the pandemic i uh so this is one of the the traps i fell into was you know i was home a lot with my son and it was just me and him and i was using the tv or screens youtube in particular as a babysitter while i got work done and i knew that i wasn't providing him with the structure that he needed you know, the, the boundaries around that. So that's something that I, I really worked on. And just like I, I work on my own habits, my own structure. Um, I've been doing that with him. And I, actually, Faisal really helped me with that. Um, he shared the structure he uses with his own kids, uh, the champion routine. And let me tell you, this, this was a game changer for me, something that I adapted for my son. And I put it, uh, we have a blackboard wall in the kitchen 
So I put it on the blackboard wall and I, I wrote out uh, the morning routine, the evening routine, and have, having that visual was really helpful for, for both of us. You know, he can see it. He knows, he knows what to do. Um, and I can see it. So it was that, that consistent reminder. But yeah, I taught him to practice meditation. I taught him gratitude. I taught him to look at his wins. Um, he's got a structure for when to do homework, uh, for when to brush his teeth. So all, all of these things that um, some of which are basics of parenting, others are, are more higher level skills. So cr creating that daily routine, key for parents and, and key for your children. Um, I love so that. I'm, I'm happy to share this. Yeah. 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 I think it's really important because what kids need is a container, right? And that's part of what the masculine energy does is we create a container um, that, that holds people. And when we hold our, our children and the feminine, what it does is it creates a sense of safety for them. If I don't know what's going on, if, you know, I don't know how to, you know, disperse this child energy that I have in a productive way, then it's going to come out and probably be a little bit more destructive. I know that one of the things that I struggle with as a father is being present with my kids mm -hmm. when I'm with my kids. I have this weird thing that goes on. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but when my, when my daughter's gone, I miss her. And I'm like, oh, I wish she was here. And then she comes back and I'm like, oh, when are you going back? You know, like <laughs> there's this sense of, of, of like when she's gone, I miss her. But when she's here, I feel this sense of frustration because, you know, now she's crowding into my world. But when I step back and I get present and just engage with her, you know, that's when we enjoy the time together. So I don't know if you guys struggle with that. That's one of the things I struggle with is presence. And I really had to work on that myself of being with her and staying in the moment with her, which I think is, again, kind of that practice of meditation, which helps you, you know, stay in the moment. That that's such an important way that I've learned to thrive as a dad is to work really diligently on myself and when I'm with her to be with her. I can so relate to that one. This is, I'm glad you said that one because it's something that, you know, I, I think a lot of dads do experience this. When I talk to guys, you know, they say, well, you know what, when she's there. So it's like this frustration comes over me when I'm with my kids because I feel like there's so much I should be doing. I should be working my mission, I should be working on something. And when the kids are not there, I'm thinking, oh, I've got that space to think about it. And you know, I should, and you know what, I can, I can be more present. So it's like this, I get this emotional charge uh, when the kids are there. And I guess some of it is primal, a lot of programming, you know, as you know, 100,000 years ago, you know, guys weren't really spending time parenting. They were out for eight, nine hours going out hunting. And uh, I remember in being in a, at a, I was at a wedding, and all the dads were congregated and we were talking about dads and parenting and, and the struggles. And it was like the school holidays and they're going, we hate this period. I just hate it. I've got to do the pairing stuff. I just rather be out doing the, the stuff I enjoy because when the kids are really small, they really struggle. When the kids are like, Hey, you know, we, we can shoot 
you know, ball together or something or, or go cycling, something that guys can relate to. But when the guy, when the baby, when they're really young, I think this is where I saw the fathers really struggle with, was like, like doing all the googly cute stuff. I don't know. What about you, Ari? Well, I was just thinking when Chuck was talking about being, being present, it's, it's when you do spend time with your child, make it intentional. Like there, there's the kind of junk food time. You could just be watching TV together or be on, you know, I could be on my phone while he's watching TV. You know, you're not really interacting and connecting. Yeah. So, you know, e even on a, a weekend day where I'm trying to get some work done and he has YouTube time, we're always doing something uh, intentional together. It could be going to the park. It could be seeing family, having a play date. Could be going to a museum, but but there's there's something that we're going to be doing together, that is something we we can connect over, learn from. So, I always do something like that. It could be donuts, uh, but <laughs> even that that you know that's one of our our rituals is we we, we go out for donuts and then we take a picture. I love that. That's so cool. It's it's fun as well. This is what the kids will remember, right? So I know we've we've all done a, like a like a top five things that we would do to rethrive as that. So let's go through some of those stuff as well. Uh, so number one, uh, the, the thing I've got as number one as a to recover as a nice dad is get off your ass, don't be lazy. Yeah, one of, one of the things I learned when I became a single dad was there is so much to do. There's so much chores and everything to do, and you haven't got time to be lazy. And one of the things I do want to make sure I teach my kids is because, you know, kids lead, learn by example. And I always say to them, you'll never see me being lazy because that's what I want to instill in them. You'll never see me being lazy. I'm always on it, but I always spend time to relax too. Maybe you need a bit more time for that, but I'll, you'll never see me be lazy. Around the house, I'm always on it. And, and I said, look, if you catch me being lazy, call it out. And I said, I want the same standard in this house as well. So that's my number one. What's yours, uh, Chuck? What I talk a lot about with my clients, with myself, and something I'm continuously focusing on because I think it's the foundation of all relationships, and that is love your fucking self. <laughs> love yourself first, all right? Yes. Make sure your needs are being taken care of because so much energy is goes into you know raising our kids and being in a family and as men we're constantly constantly giving and so we have to also be receiving and the way we receive that is by loving ourselves doing good things for ourselves taking good care of ourselves that can be anything from eating good foods getting massages being exercising but love and nurture yourself first so that you're full when you are with your kids if you're not full, then you don't have anything to give. And so I think it's our responsibility to focus on loving ourselves first. And when we do that, I think that makes us better at everything, but also better at being fathers. Ari, what about you? What do you got? Tony, I love that one. Thanks. Well, one of the things that sticks out to me is being okay with some tension and conflict. And, and there's overlap there with how you relate to women uh, or a feminine partner. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think even David Data talks about children as being in the feminine, but um, you know, it's it's being able to say no, to set boundaries, but but also to stick to uh, your boundaries. It's not as simple as as just setting a boundary and being able to tolerate their upset, their tears, their frustration. You know, you can still listen to it. Uh, but it's not necessarily going to just resolve easily. You know, there might be times of continued tension uh, and, and being okay with that. I think nice guys have a hard time with that. C- certainly I do. Um, so that's something that I have to, uh, have to consciously practice. That's it. I, I love this one because that's something I've noticed I've really struggled with. It was, uh, you know, when you set a boundary, and they protest. They, there's a lot of pushback and a lot of tears. And especially when they get older as well, they're like, no. And there's like, there's a lot of like constant at you. They're constantly at you. And it's that ability to tolerate that tension. And then just hold your ground. Hold your ground, hold your ground, hold your ground, hold your ground, hold your ground. And they'll give you every single excuse or every single argument to sway you off. And that in the past has caught me. And I see a lot of night, a lot of dads really get caught up with that. A lot of parents get caught up with that one. So I love that one. All right. Let's look at number two. Uh, Chuck, what's yours? Number two. Well, this segues really well. It's all about lists. <laughs> what was that? Chuck? Ari? Faisal is all about lists. Yeah. I love st- structure of the masculine right there. <laughs> so, uh, my, Sorry. No, go on. Carry on. Okay. So my my number two segues really well into what both of you guys were saying, which is again, it was like setting boundaries, you know, that the the masculine is a container and the container it creates creates boundaries. So whether it's with the feminine and, and I think that um children have feminine energy even if they're boys there's a lot of feminine energy in there and so part of our role as fathers is to be able to contain and hold that space and hold that tension um and as nice guys we hate tension we try to kill the tension and whenever we kill the tension we're killing the opportunity for connection and for attachment so when you're able to hold that tension with them while it's really frustrating you're also actually helping them feel safe. The kids need to know where the boundaries are because if they don't know, then they're not going to feel safe. They're not going to feel loved. They're not going to feel cared for. You know? And it kind of goes against the nice guy tendency of wanting to make everybody happy, but you have to be willing to make your children upset when it comes to making sure that they're doing the things that they need to do and then you being able to hold that tension like Ari was saying when they're upset yeah so that would be my number two you know that reminds me of uh, when Dr. Glover he says love your kids enough for them to hate you (laughs) you know it's it's love your kids enough to hate you because that's the thing is you know sometimes hard love is not going to be always pleasant they're like you know dad I hate you you know, you're the worst thing in the world. It's like, yeah, cool. It's just that expression, you know, because you're putting, they're not getting their way. 
Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They're not getting their way, and they want it their way. I mean, of course, we all kids do. The feminine wants its way. It wants to flow, but it wants to push and see if those boundaries are proper, if it's real, if it's true. So speaking of list, which Ari loves my list, number two on my list is discipline. Discipline is the foundation for love and freedom. Now, this is something that I really struggle with, and I saw that without boundaries, without discipline, without routine, uh, they are all over the place. So when my kids used to live with, uh, my older son used to live with mom, and she had a lot more flexibility when it came to discipline. Whereas when they're at my house, you know, there's a certain bedtime, there's a certain, you know, phone restriction time. There are some certain principles I have in the house. No matter who comes in, I have certain principles in the house because those principles safeguard everybody else's mental and physical health. So if I have a partner, she comes over, again, the principles apply to that. And I said, these are here. It's an invitation. You don't have to follow these, but then you don't have to stay here. And that's the same thing with my kids. Look, if you don't like you here, and this is the safeguard, then you can go back to, you know, be with mom. Go on, out. <laughs> you know, they're like, no, but we like you here. So, you know, <laughs> here's, here's something my son said to me. I wasn't expecting this. And he said, Dad, you know, with all the principles and the discipline, he goes, it makes me a better man and it makes me a competent man. And that's what I like. Mm-hmm. So, Ari, what's your number two? My second magic principle. Yeah, the list. Um, so one thing I've struggled with, uh, I, I don't know if it's because of my profession, but asking for help. So I think I'm guilty of asking for help too much and being too ashamed to ask for help. You know, so like as as a psychologist, I struggle with feeling like I'm supposed to just to know what to do. Like I, and I used to, you know, I used to do evaluations with kids, like, and I had to give recommendations to parents. I felt like I'm supposed to know everything. And so that can get in the way because I don't know everything. I don't know everything. And, and, uh, and I have to ask for help. And sometimes it's like basic stuff or seemingly basic stuff. So the flip side of that is sometimes I need to actually trust my gut and do something, even if I'm not sure that it's correct and may, maybe be imperfect. So that, that might've been two and three. What? Did you just skip the queue? Did you just skip the list? <laughs> I, I might've done that. Right. I see. Yeah. So you just <laughs> broken the, the nice guy. You just broken the podcast. Broke boundaries. the structure, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's it to your room Ari back to your room now <laughs> yeah, standards here at the nice guy show exactly yeah alright so okay so as Char- as Ari's done number three what's on what's on your number three uh, Chuck yeah my number three is this it never stops so you will always always once you become a parent you will always be a parent. You know, my kids are older. They're all grown right now. And I can tell you from my experience, it doesn't stop. You continue to be a parent. It shifts in a way and that they're not around as much, 
but you continue to worry, you continue to be concerned, you continue to want to give them advice, you continue to want to protect them, you know, all of these things that come up. And and, and just like David Data talks about in The Way of the Superior Man, you know, you may think that one day, you know, everything's going to come together and it's going to be great. You know, there's got, when this day happens, then I will do X, Y, Z. And his point is that day never happens. It, it's always something that you're striving after. So I think the same principle applies to being fathers is don't wait for your kids to be perfect. Don't wait for this parenting thing to stop. Just acknowledge the fact that this is going to be a lifelong thing. There are going to be transitions, you know, transition from, you know, father to grandfather, you know, but now I'm worried about my granddaughter all the time, you know, <laughs> and like, is she getting what she needs and are her parents doing what they need to do, you know? Um, so it doesn't stop. That's my number three. So just acknowledge it doesn't stop, lean into it and enjoy it. All right, gentlemen, that was the contraception that you needed to not be a father anymore because it never stops. Right? <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> it never stops. It does. It's so true. When you were, sitting, when you were saying that, I was thinking, yeah, it's been – my older son is going to be 16 soon. And I'm like, oh, when does it stop? When do I get there? Mm-hmm. But it's just that. I can't wait until they move out. out or I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, because, yeah. I can't wait for AI to take over and parent, but <laughs> my, my, yeah. So number three, let's say uh, number three is um, it's kind of like going back to some of the boundaries and discipline. Learn to say no. That's the most important one. Is just learn to say no and be okay with that because you know sometimes it's hard, but it's also loving. Because a lot of the times I see, you know, myself and parents, you know, I want to give them what I never have. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want them to have the best. You want them to have the best, put them through tough, challenging places. And I keep reminding my kids this. I keep reminding you, look, if you want an easy life, right, you're not going to get it here. You're not going to get it with dad. If you want an easy life, you're not going to get it with dad. Because right now, uh, there's a really uh, amazing quote, you know, Sweat in training so you bleed less in war. So now, like, now do the sweat. Do the hard work. You don't like it. You are going to grow from this. And over time, it, there, there was a lot of struggle with this because we really clashed. I remember when he moved in, there was such a big clash. And I was like, I hate parenting. I hate doing this. I, I did not want to uh, really face the fact that I was, I was really struggling. And it was a huge, huge struggle. But over time, what I realized was actually the problem wasn't the fact that uh, he needed to change. I needed to have better boundaries, discipline, learn to say no and be okay with that and have the pressure because there was a lot of time I couldn't handle the pressure. Mm-hmm. Which then moves on to number four. Am I up? What's... Can I yeah, go on, Ari. Yeah, on. just number four. No more than that. <laughs> um, now th- this is uh, something that I've done in the past year is uh, I've gotten my son in Taekwondo so mm-hmm. martial arts uh, and some other I think structured activities just, just pay so many dividends in terms of kids development you know he's <laughs> learning discipline he's learning how to focus 
He's learning mm -hmm. how to respect authority. Um, he's learning persistence. Um, there's a social aspect. So just there, there's so many lessons he's learning. And I'm also, I'm practicing with him. So I'm having to learn uh, the forms. I'm having to learn the techniques. Uh, so it, it's actually pushing me to be more involved on the, on the parenting side too. And we just started uh, lifting weights together. So, and, and that was really motivated by him because he sees daddy lifting weights and he's like, I, I, I want to lift these dumbbells that are lying around. And like, he's, he's seven and I, I don't really want him lifting much at all. Like, I don't think he should be lifting weights, but we're doing strength training. And so this was a, me, a way of me tuning into something that he was actually asking for that was healthy. So we're doing these workouts together. Um, so one, one thing I think to bring this all together is just like um, the, these structured activities are a real opportunity to learn, to connect. And, and one thing he's learning is that there's, there's a proper form for things, whether it's martial arts, whether it's it's lifting weights, or even like our self-talk we're, we're working on. So he, he's, he's learning that there is a correct way to do things. Not in a rigid way, but, but I think the sooner that kids learn this, the, the better. So it's like, a, so it's like a structure, right? There's more, you know, form, you know, when you said about martial arts as well, I think one of the most the last thing I did was get my sons into kickboxing, you know, martial arts and kickboxing. And, and they've got an old, they're going to kickboxing in about half an hour, which is cool as well. And uh, one of the things that they have is they have an old school teacher. He has very old school kind of like principles. Hey, come on, no pain, no gain. You know, this ain't time just to, this is not one of those, you know, like soft kind of touches. He's very empathetic, very, very uh, there for the kids. And he's very loving. But he also gives them tough love as well. And I love the lessons and the stories he gives them, kids. And he doesn't, you know, let them get away with, with things that a lot of kids get away with too much these days. So he brings a really good balance to them. And he earns a lot of respect from his students. And that's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing to see because I, I believe that, you know, boys need two dads. They need their biological, their dad. And also they'll look up to other men as well. And when he looks up, when he goes there, he says, oh, you know, this guy's, you know, he's helping me with this and he's supporting me with this. And it's also another way for me because, you know, he's going into kickboxing. I've started learning boxing. You know, we're all into weights. We all do this. It's a great male, you know, I've got two sons. It's a great way for males to bond. And I remember a psychologist, she said, if you want to get to know boys, learn how to wrestle with them. Be okay to wrestle with them because that's how boys learn and connect and have bonding time as well. Yeah, I love that. I, I mean, some of my fondest memories are me wrestling with my dad. Now, I think it's such an, an important piece of it. And, and, and I love Ari, what you're doing as far as like the, the discipline, um, you know, the Taekwondo, you know, and, and uh, Faisal Yu as well with the kickboxing. I think, again, it's giving them a structure, you know, um, that that's really important. So, um, I changed my number four. Uh, you guys don't know. I, it's not on the list here, but I think it is. Did you do that? 
I can. can we do that? Can we change? I'm, we uh, can. Oh. I'm, a, I'm one <laughs> of the Faisal, hosts. Faisal, is that okay? So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going beyond the structure. I'm breaking out of the structure, Faisal. Um, oh, my God. I... So mine is this, is that is expose your kids to your brothers. Okay. Like you need to have a tribe of men yourself, right? And that you bring your children into that tribe because they need to see other men and healthy men and realize that this is the way of, of men. All right. So whether it's a, whether you have a daughter or a son, you know, the daughter learns, okay, this is how the masculine treats the feminine. The son learns, this is what the masculine does. And Faisal, I know that, um, you know, you bring your son into your groups that you've done in the past. And I think that's just really great because I know he, A, appreciates that um, because you're bringing it, him into your world. Um, and then he also gets to see these other guys and where they're at and what they're struggling with. And, you know, kind of maybe even de demystifying this idea that, oh, as a man, I should have it all together. You know, that he gets to see other guys struggle. He gets to see you be vulnerable with other men. Um, and so as you are a nice guy in recovery, you know, I think the number one thing we have to do is to create our own tribe or be part of a tribe of uh, healthy men is we need to bring our children into that um, and expose them to those other men. I would even go as far to say as when your son or daughter gets to a point of, you know, teenager that to bring them into sort of a rite of passage. Uh, I know in the Jewish culture, there's a rite of passage with the bar mitzvah and the bat mitzvah, you know, but we don't have a culture that initiates, especially our boys into the world of men, um, but daughters as well, you know, that, that there's this initiation process. And I think that that's something that's been lost, um, you know, up until probably 200, 300 years ago, all cultures had some type of initiation process. Yeah. And we've kind of lost that. So I think it's an important thing to do. I love that point. Chuck, I think that was such a uh, powerful point as well. And, Actually, it was Dr. Glover's, uh, you know, I call in Integration Nation. Uh, again, a, amazing community for guys to connect and hang out. Uh, IntegrationNation.net, just check this out. Uh, all three of us are part of that. We're part of the founding coaches in there and trainers. And my sons, both of them, um, my younger son, he's now coming more into the group as well. And it's a great way for boys to see you know, other men and kids to see dad as well. Because I remember Dr. Glover, he says, you know, as men ourselves, how we see our father is either he's really bad, he's in the gutter, right? He's a really bad man or he's really amazing. So either we put him in the pedestal or we put him in the gutter. And this is kind of like the unhealed connection that we have with our, our father. So like you said, there's no rite of passage. And, and I believe the discipline, the boundaries, the, the structure that we give our boys now is the rite of passage. You know, I didn't have the rite of passage. I, I had a very 
feminine upbringing. I had a very absent dad, emotionally absent dad, not a very strong dad. He was a nice guy himself. So now by being in groups like this, by being hanging around with you guys as well and being supported by you, I think that's one of the most powerful things dads can do and then sons can do too. Ario, I'd love to take, uh, what are your takes on this as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think uh, having your, your son see you, you vulnerable, see you leading. Um, one thing that uh, Chuck was also bringing up was about uh, we used to bring sons up like, and have like a tribe of men. I think that was that was you, Chuck, who brought that yeah. up. Um, so yeah, b- being around other dads, uh, I think, has been really helpful. Um, there, there's one other dad, and and who has a son, my son's age. So we we do playdates together, and you know we both provide different kinds of structure and, and ideas and play. So I, I think. Uh, it's it's a really rich experience for him uh, that I, I don't think I would get from uh, if it was a play date with a mom. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So guys, um, I want to start wrapping up now. Uh, we've got some amazing insights into how you can start thriving as a father as well, especially a recovering nice guy, nice guy, dad, nice dad. And, you know, I appreciate Ari, I appreciate Chuck, you know, some of the wisdom and the guidance, support and the love that you guys give me. Uh, It makes a huge difference. And when we start as healing ourselves as men, we, that, you know, that ricochets, that passes on to everybody else around us. And again, the healing is that when they, when we start healing ourselves, they start healing themselves. It has a whole global wave effect as well. So men, you know, you're not alone. This is one of the one of the things I want to really pass on. As dads, you're not alone. We all struggle. There are times when we are grappling ourselves with being dads and being men and being a father. Uh, belong to a uh, belong to a men's group. You know, there's many many men's groups that are forming up. You know, reach out to myself, Ari, Chuck. Check out Integration Nation. We have our men's group as well. Check that out. And so, just remember, you're not alone. And together, you know, we can uh, get through a lot of stuff. So we'll see you guys on the next Nice Guy podcast. Chuck, I feel like you got something else to say before. No, I just wanted I just wanted to say, um, you know, kind of wrap things up here and just say, you know, I think this is an important topic about being a dad. I mean, it's literally probably your most important role that you will play in your life is being a father and that. Oftentimes as men, we will spend more time, you know, researching the latest technology than we will about like, how do we be a better dad? You know? And so it's about making this role of father as a priority. So, um, and, and, and I just, you know, appreciate all of our viewers who are watching us. You know, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, and subscribe. If you're watching us or listening to us on one of the, Spotify or um, the Apple um, platform, uh, like and subscribe, share this stuff, share this content, because we'd love to see this channel grow and reach more men. And with that, 
Have a great day, guys, and we will see you next time on The Nice Guy Show. Absolutely. And Ari, thank you so much for being our guest here. I'll be, it's awesome having Ari here as well. So uh, mm-hmm. if, you, if you behave, I'll let you on next time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. I, lo- I love being a co-horse. A co-horse. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a co-horse? Yeah, or just a, a you're a co-horse. You're a guest yeah. horse. <laughs> guest horse. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Nice Guy Show, the podcast that helps nice guys move past their insecurities and fears into the fullness of their masculine strength and confidence. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and check out the website niceguyshow.com for more information on how to connect with Chuck and Faisal. Until next time, keep living your best life. Hold up. 